98K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. Tonight's headlines. The chief executive delivers his maiden policy address with an emphasis on cutting public housing waiting times. John Lee also announced his plans to attract overseas talent and LegCo passes a bill to double the plastic bag levy. Chief Executive has unveiled plans to build cheaper public housing flats. In his maiden policy address, John Lee also set a target of cutting the waiting time for public housing to four and a half years from six years right now. Frank Young has more. With the average wait for public housing hovering around six years, the Chief Executive says he wants to shorten it. John Lee announced capping the waiting time for public housing at six years and set a target to cut the waiting time to four and a half years by 2026 to 27. At a press briefing after unveiling his policy blueprint, Mr. Lee admitted the target is ambitious but also realistic. We are committed to this target, which I think may not be something that you will easily see previously, but this is something we want to make happen. And I thank my team for coming with realistic and practical solution to address people's crying concern for reducing having to wait for six years for a public housing flat. To help achieve that, he said public housing production will reach 158,000 units over the next five years, up 50% from the past five years. The chief executive also introduced plans to build some 30,000 light public housing flats. It would utilize the modular integrated construction approach under which prefabricated units are constructed in factories. The chief executive also announced in his policy address that special visa arrangements and tax concessions on home purchases to help lure mainland and overseas talent to work in Hong Kong. John Lee says new government units will be set up to help what he said to help trawl for talent. Altis Wong reports. To tackle a shrinking workforce, the chief executive says Hong Kong will be proactive and aggressive in competing for non-local talent and businesses. John Lee announced the launch of a new top talent pass scheme to try to attract high-earning and well-educated people. Individuals earning $2.5 million or more each year or graduated from the world's top 100 universities with at least three years of work experience over the past five years can come to Hong Kong on a two-year visa and without a job offer. In a press conference after the policy address, Mr Lee said apart from attracting talent outside Hong Kong, he attached great importance to retaining talent here as well. What I intend to do is create a Hong Kong future in this five year in which people can realize their business dreams, their education dreams and their development plans. That is what I'm trying to do. I know the goals are high, but well, I would progress towards that goal. And you look at the policy address, we are making Hong Kong a better place to live with better health care, with taking better care of the elderly niece we are creating a living environment that will come with not just quantity of houses, but quality of living environment. In addition, eligible individuals who buy a residential home in Hong Kong from today and become a permanent resident after living here for seven years can apply for a refund of the buyer's stamp duty and new residential stamp duty paid for the home they still own. That means they will pay the same stamp duty as first-time local home buyers. 
Chairman of real estate services firm JLL Hong Kong says he's disappointed by the policy address. Joseph Zhang says the government should remove its buyer stamp duty and special stamp duty altogether, warning of a prolonged down cycle for the property market. He says he doesn't expect the proposed refund of buyer stamp duty to induce property demand from overseas talent. You have to wait for seven years or the day until you're becoming permanent residents to get the refund. It's just too long. Why not just exempt uh, everything from day one so that they can enjoy everything right away? Otherwise, I mean, we're talking about too long a time and I don't see that it's got any impact at all to the property market. LegCo has passed a bill to double the plastic bag levy to $1 from December 31st. Authorities have also scrapped the existing levy exemption for frozen food and food items fully wrapped in non-airtight packaging. And now the weather, mainly cloudy, sunny intervals tomorrow. Temperatures range between 22 and 26 degrees. Temperatures currently 24 degrees, humidity 64%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is 5 minutes past 11. The chief executive says he's considering making it a requirement for healthcare professionals to work in public institutions for a specified period of time to prop up the public healthcare system amid a chronic manpower shortage. He's pledged to reduce waiting times for specialist outpatient services by 20% in the next financial year, while about 4,600 new beds and 80 operating theatres will be added over the next five years. Mr. Lee spoke to an interpreter. To help ensure sufficient healthcare manpower for the public healthcare system, we will look into different options, including requiring qualified healthcare professionals to serve in public healthcare institutions for a specified period of time, and admitting qualified non-locally trained dentists and nurses. With an aging population and increasing prevalence of chronic diseases, public hospitals are overburdened. The dire consequences of over-reliance on public hospitals over the years have become more evident. We need to change. And the chief executive, John Lee, has announced the government will move full steam ahead on his predecessor's Lantau Tomorrow Vision, which he's rebranded as Cao Yi Chao Artificial Islands. He also announced the development of some 30,000 homes on part of the landfill site in Chengkwano. He said planning and environmental laws will be streamlined to facilitate this and other development, as Mike Weeks reports. John Lee said his administration will put forward proposals on the scope of reclamation, land use, transport infrastructure and financing options in the next two months for what he called the Artificial Islands Project, the reclaiming of a 1,000 hectares of land off East Lantau. The target is to start an environmental impact assessment next year and begin the reclamation work in 2025. He said the development of what he called the third central business district will require the building of new rail links and road networks to connect the reclaimed area with Hong Kong Island West, Lantau and the Northwest New Territories, including a fourth cross-harbour tunnel. The government will also move forward by 2024 on the rezoning of Greenbelt sites with 255 hectares shortlisted to build some 70,000 homes. Mr Lee said the planning department will complete the review of the development potential of more than 6,000 hectares of Greenbelt next year. And the chief executive will personally lead a steering committee to coordinate the development of the northern metropolis with a view to transforming it transforming it into a new international innovation and technology city. Maggie Ho reports. Mr Lee said the steering committee will be providing high-level policy steer and supervision for the development of the northern metropolis. 
In addition, an advisory committee to be chaired by Financial Secretary Paul Chan and comprising experts and stakeholders, as well as a dedicated government department, will be set up to assist the development of the area. He said the government will work to formulate a concrete plan and an action agenda for the development within next year to make sure it integrates quality life, new economies, as well as culture and leisure. Among other initiatives, Mr. Lee said the government is looking to start the land resumption procedures for all development projects there within five years, and to complete 40% of the new flats within 10 years. He said the government will also adopt higher plot ratio for both residential and commercial buildings in the area to make the best use of land resources. He said certain government offices currently in central business districts with no specific location requirements will be relocated to the northern metropolis, including nearly 40% of the office floor area in the Queensway government offices. The CE also said the proximity of the metropolis to the mainland gives us the advantages of creating synergy with Guangdong, Shenzhen, and other cities in the Greater Bay in areas such as industry development, land use, and ecological conservation. Chief Executive says he will continue to boost Hong Kong's development capacity by speeding up the construction of transport infrastructure. He announced in the policy address that he's taking forward three major road projects and three strategic rail schemes. Mr. Ong reports. John Lee said the road projects include the construction of a northern metropolis highway to link Tin Shui Wai and Kutong North, as well as the Sha Tin Bypass, a new trunk road connecting Taipo and Kowloon West. Authorities will also work on building a third tunnel between Shengkuano and Yao Tong to facilitate access to the area. On railway development, the chief executive said authorities are looking to construct a new central rail link to connect Kamtin in Yunlong with Kowloon Tong via Kuaichung to alleviate the pressure on the Tunma line. Plans are also in the pipeline to build the Hong Kong-Shenzhen Western Rail Link to connect Hongshui-Kyu with Qianhai in order to promote connectivity and integration with the Greater Bay Area. Another project would be to extend the current TKO line southwards to TKO Area 137, which the government hopes to further develop alongside the neighboring landfill. Speaking through an interpreter, Mr. Lee said a number of other projects that had been launched earlier are also well on their way. We'll continue to take forward other railway projects in the northern metropolis. We'll also expedite the implementation of a number of road infrastructure projects under planning, including Route 11, Cheng Yilan Tao Lane, and Tun Moon Bypass, as well as improvements to Lion Rock Tunnel. Meanwhile, several railway projects, including the Tongchung Line Extension, Oyster Bay Station, and Tun Moon South Extension, are expected to commence next year. International news and the British Prime Minister Liz Truss has insisted she will remain in office and has defended her decision to abandon many of her flagship policies. Ms Truss was attending Parliament for the first session of Prime Minister's questions since she sacked her finance minister. The Prime Minister once again acknowledged she had made mistakes. I have been very clear that I am... Mr Speaker, that I am sorry and that I have made mistakes. But the right thing to do in those circumstances is to make changes, which I've made, and to get on with the job and deliver for the British people. 
The leader of the opposition Labour Party, Keir Starmer, joked that Mistress would soon lose her job. A book is being written about the Prime Minister's time in office. <laughs> Apparently it's going to be out by Christmas. Is that the release date or the title? <laughs> The Russian-backed administration running the Ukrainian city of Kherson is fleeing the city along with its civilian population. Orders to evacuate have been issued as Ukrainian troops continue to advance through the region. The region's deputy governor, Kirill Stremusov, urged civilians to leave. Now, on the morning of the 19th of October, the situation on the front lines and approaches to the Kherson region is stable. The enemy is concentrating its forces and at any moment could begin to strike the civilian population of Kherson and the surrounding region. No one is going to retreat, but we also want to save your lives. Please move as quickly as possible to the left bank of the river. Sport now and the New York Yankees are through to the next round of the Major League Baseball playoffs. Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton hit home runs as the Yankees swept past the Cleveland Guardians 5-1 in the fifth and deciding game of their American League Division Series. New York manager Aaron Boone paid tribute to their opponents. They pitch really well. They catch the ball. They put so much pressure on you. Um, you know, I think... We we hit some big we hit the ball out of the ballpark which was which was big for us and obviously played a big role in it today. Um, you know I, I feel like our bullpen did the job. Uh, you know Garrett Cole had two huge starts for us, um, but it was a you know as competitive a series as you can have. You know going five games, a little bit of back and forth. Up next for the Yankees, a date with the Houston Astros to decide the American League champions. The National League Championship Series, the Philadelphia in the National League Championship Series, the Philadelphia Phillies have drawn first blood. Bryce Harper and Kyle Schwarber went deep in a 2-0 win for the Phillies over the San Diego Padres in the opening game of the Best of Seven showdown. Philadelphia also got strong pitching with starter Zach Wheeler and two relievers combining on a one-hitter. Wheeler settled down after he allowed a walk in the first inning. I think I had to settle down the nerves a little bit. Had the nerves going as much as you know. I try to stay calm out there. You know, I'm human also, so um, you know the nerves got to me a little bit. But I was able to settle in. You know, just try to stay on the game plan. Throw first pitch strikes, get ahead of guys, and you know try to get uh, quick outs. The NBA's back, and the defending champs are off to a winning start. Steve Curry had 33 points as the Golden State Warriors beat LeBron James and the LA Lakers 123-109 in their season opener. James had 31 points in a losing effort. Mind of our top stories tonight, the chief executive delivers his maiden policy address with an emphasis on cutting public housing waiting times. John Lee also announced plans to attract overseas talent, and Ledgeco passes a bill to double the plastic bag levy. And that's the news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 Heavenly shades of night are falling It's twilight time Out of the mist your voice is calling Tis twilight time End of day, I'll hear you, my dear, at twilight time. 
Yes, indeed, here in Hong Kong, we've done our Wednesday just about over Thursday round the corner and marching down towards the weekend. Thanks for tuning in to our Twilight Time, 45 minutes of easy listening music from a bygone era. And if you'd like a song, Radio Pete at Gmail will put you in touch. As we start with the first one, is a request for Louise Armstrong. Trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies of blue. Clouds of white, the bright blessed day, the dark sacred night, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. The colors of the rainbow, so pretty in the sky. Also on the faces of people going by, I see friends shaking hands, saying how they do. They're really saying, I love you. I hear babies cry. I watch them grow. They're like much more. to myself What a wonderful world Yes I think to myself What a wonderful
to stay keep me